Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. It is actually episode 43. Today's episode is titled Top 10 Things That Irritate Your Realtor. Among other things, David Letterman was probably most known for his top 10 list that he would recite on his show, Late Night with David Letterman. Well, today, David Letterman is not going to be a guest on this podcast. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to get your hopes up. But we are going to take some time to discuss the top 10 things that drive your realtor absolutely bonkers. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here's your host, NBC's first choice to replace David Letterman, Jason Wilcox. <laughs> I was thinking about this, Lou, before we we started this episode. What would our budgetary uh, constraints have to be to get somebody like David Letterman on as a guest on this podcast? Yeah, we're not I, there. I, I, I'm like I, that kind of stuff just absolutely fascinates me. I, like, I would love to know what those guys charge to do an appearance of something like this. I don't know. I do know that um, Hillary Clinton ch- charges two hundred thousand, and you have to hire a private jet. And you'd have to like take care of all her staff and everything like that. So I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know why I have that factoid in my head, but um, so we'll get there, Jay. We're going to get, we're getting you there, bro. You are going to be, you'll be that, you'll be that guy. You'll be that guy that's going to be commanding the big bucks to speak soon. I, it's, it's, it, it's funny. Cause doesn't she have a podcast right now too? I wonder if that's, if that's what guests charge her when they go on her <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a fun uh, show because yes. I we haven't done anything like a a, a a top 10 thing we haven't done this have we no we, we no, n- no we have not and and i guess i should clarify the title here real quick when i say top 10 things that irritate your realtor i can't guarantee that you're guarantee you that they're going to irritate your realtor but they irritate me and that's let's be honest and it's jason, my podcast. Sh- jason should be your realtor and it is his podcast that's right <laughs> yeah it's my podcast so let's be honest that's all that really matters yeah. uh but i guarantee you i'm sure i could find at least one or two realtors that agree with every point i'm about to bring up here <laughs> Okay, so uh, uh, wait a minute here. Maybe, maybe I can find a uh, – hold a second. I, I got the perfect – I just realized I got the perfect thing uh, f- uh, for this. Um, 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 oh, wait, where is is this it? like a sound effect or, or, yeah, or, or yeah, a yeah, yeah, music yeah. clip or something? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, tr- I'm, try- I'm trying to drag out the airtime so there's yeah, no yeah, dead yeah, air. Uh, yeah, 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 just uh, – <laughs> hold on here. Oh, no, that's not a drum roll. That's just a drum – snare drum hit. I'm looking for a drum roll. If I can find a drum roll, I will. I'll get Actually, started that, on this. But uh, that, that was that was that was more of a, a phone hitting off a microphone. Yeah, that, that was, was a, more than that was a that phone was hitting the... a microphone. It's, it's kind of like a drum roll, you know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know. Hey, and you know, I I just started this job. I don't know anything about it. So, so, uh, so how, do, how do we want to? How do we want to get? How do we want to get into this? Is there? Do you have a preamble? Something you want to talk about before we get started? Or no, I just want my my introduction was just simply what I just mentioned, which is I don't know if it irritates your realtor, but it irritates me, and uh, so that's that's what we're leading off with, and I think uh, we're just going to start with number ten. Okay, and yeah. number ten, top yes. ten things that irritate your realtor. Number ten. Don't show up 45 minutes early and don't show up 35 minutes late. This actually, along with a lot of the other points that I've meant that I'm going to mention here, I've probably mentioned at some point. I've talked about doing this list for a while. So if some of these are repetitive, there's a reason why. Yeah, don't show up 45 minutes early and don't show up 35 minutes late. I've said it before, buyers. Uh, it comes down to 
If I say, hey, look, let's go look at this house between 6 and 6.30 p.m., uh, the sellers are being gracious enough, especially if they live there, to leave their house from 6 to 6.30. You do not need to be showing up at 5.15. They're probably still eating dinner. And you probably don't want to show up at quarter after seven because they're probably trying to do bath time if they got little kids. Um, if oh, the if... <laughs> <laughs> and and don't and don't don't drive around the neighborhood for forty five minutes canvassing the place. This is twenty twenty one. You're going to be suspicious, and you're going to cause the neighbors to lurk. And if you don't think in twenty twenty one that neighbors don't lurk. I've got another thing for you. I am, I've got a PhD in being able to identify which window of which house uh, some creepy neighbor is looking at me for 10 minutes while we're out on minute, the, the on the back minute, patio wait talking. Wait a minute, Jason. Wait, wait, wait. You think that's a little like, uh, you know, you think everybody's looking at you. Is, is that what you're saying? Well, no, they're looking in my general direction. Oh, okay. They're looking in my general direction. I don't know that they're specifically looking at me. But... So wait a minute. Let me ask you a question. Is it okay to show up 45 minutes early and just like walk around the property and, you know, uh, you know, you know, like, you know, check out the, the back porch and stuff like that? Is that okay? No, I oh, encourage okay. not doing that because if they, if they if they do live here, the windows. yeah, no, because if they do live there, you're just going to be creepy. Now, now, if you if you want to like get there 45 minutes early and go down to like the 7-Eleven and get like a Slurpee and hang out there and grab a candy bar and buy a Slurpee for your favorite realtor, Real, that's right. That's, say, don't forget that's, your favorite realtor. <laughs> that's totally fine. I like the Coke slushies or the Pepsi slushies. Cherry in a pinch will do. Um, but yeah, no, don't just just because like I said. Well, in here and here's the other thing I, I want to get at. Lou, and I've said this a bunch of times before, when we tour a house, if we're really intent on what we're doing, you only need 20 minutes in a house. You're only going to tour to make sure the layout works. You like the amenities. You know, you like the space. Is it too big? Is it too small? You know, we're not there to micromanage every inch. That's why you get a home inspection. You should only need 20 minutes. Um, If it's a little bit of a bigger home, yeah, look, if we're going to look at Phil Kessel's, you know, $2.1 million mansion, that's 7,000 square feet feet. Yeah, we might allot 45 minutes or an hour to walk around, but really you don't need to be there canvassing the place. 20 minutes is more than enough to see if a house warrants a second look or the thought of entertaining putting an offer in. Okay, that was number 10. Number nine, top 10 things that drive your real estate, <laughs> uh, your real estate advisor absolutely bonkers. Uh, what's number nine? Don't add in houses to see at the last minute. This is a nightmare. What do I mean? Buyers, when you contact your agent, you say, hey, I want to check out these four houses in Bethel Park, um, you know, on Saturday. Great. Send them over to me. We'll get it worked out. Friday night at 10 o'clock, don't go, oh, this one just hopped up. Can we go see this one? No, because we've already spaced out and timed out our showings to a lot for travel time for the houses that we've already got configured. And we already try to keep a pretty strict schedule because look, if I'm showing you four houses, I don't want this taking six hours. If we do four <laughs> houses, we should be able to do this in 90 to 120 minutes. There's no reason why you can't do four houses in an hour and a half if you're doing your due diligence don't try to add in something last minute um because you want to see it and oh by the way this also drives me nuts too as an addendum to this one if you're a buyer who's like i'm looking for a house with a with a driveway 
and and maybe some windows and three beds. Okay, great. That really narrows it down. Please, please, please. And if you're not from this area, this joke is not going to make sense. So I, I apologize. Please don't send me a list of nine houses. And one of them's in Fox Chapel. One of them's in Charleroi. The other one is out in Monroeville. I've got wow. one in Manesson, two in Penn Trafford. For those of you who are not from this area that don't get that joke, that's, that's covering about an 80 square mile radius on all seven sides of the city of Pittsburgh. That, oh, trying to do that is just like it doesn't work you're gonna be buying jason breakfast lunch dinner and maybe drinks after (laughs) exactly 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 you might even be pulling my hair we won't go there now (laughs) okay all right all right all right all right all right right. number eight on the top 10 things that drive your real uh, your realtor real estate advisor absolutely bonkers Listen to your realtor when they offer their professional thoughts on the purchase price of your home. Okay. So there's two things that are really important. I'm supposed to listen to you? Yes. 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 Jason, it's crazy talk. (laughs) Yes, it really is. And and two things with this. Number one, I, I I, I cannot say this emphatically enough. Number one is... Zillow has never met you. Zillow has never been to your house and Zillow doesn't know your neighborhood. The last thing I want to hear is, oh, Zillow says my house is worth $1.2 million. Well, guess what? Here in real, uh, <laughs> um, realty land, uh, your house is worth 200000 So that's number one. <laughs> number two is I, I, uh, I do not give an SHIT what your dad, mom, mima, papa, brother, sister, think. I I don't, because unless they're a real estate, you know, agent, I don't care. And if they are a real estate agent, you probably just should be using them. Uh, And if you're not, and if you're, if they are a real estate agent, you're not using them and you're using uh, me, that says more about them than it does me. I don't (laughs) care. Um, I I actually just recently had a, uh, had an issue with this. It's funny because I I, I hesitated telling this, thinking about telling this story before this episode. And then I realized I didn't get the list, uh, the listing. So screw it. They're not my clients. Anyways, I had, I had a listing appointment uh, a couple of months ago. And I got a call for this listing appointment uh, because I'd actually sold the house down the street about six months ago. So I'm doing my research and I've got, I've got a fairly good idea of what I want the, the price, the purchase price to be in terms of recommendations. So when I go into this house, I realize right away the layout is identical to the house that I sold down the street. The only couple of differences are the house down the street that I sold had heated um, concrete flooring in the 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 the, um, the garage. Okay, it had a pool in the backyard, and probably the biggest thing is that they had put this addition off the back of the house that added th- over three, almost 400 square feet on the home because they put this addition off the back that they turned into this literally 20 by 18 kitchen. Mm. So what happened was, was the kitchen dining room got blown out and just made a big dining room. And then they had this kitchen. So really other than that huge addition, which was probably, you know, those three things probably caused the house that I sold down the road to be probably about 30, 40 
grand more in value because this this kitchen addition was huge. I mean, we're talking over 400 square feet. Right. Uh, they ran electrical, plumbing, HVAC. They actually ran a separate HVAC system into the into the kitchen wow. to control when they were cooking. Um, so I knew that this house, because otherwise the the layout was identical. I knew that the house I was looking at was probably about 30 to 40 grand. I I sold the house down the street for 280. I was thinking this house was going to sell for somewhere between 240 and 250. The house down the street sells for 280. I don't get this listing. I knew I was going up against another agent. I bowed out gracefully. I said, fine, not a problem. And about a week and a half later, I knew it was going to be listed. So I saw when it popped up, why did I not get the listing? Because I said the house needed to be listed between 240 and 250 because the house down the road sold for 280. She listed her house for 279, 1000 less than the house down the road that had heated concrete padding, a pool in the backyard and a huge 400 square foot uh. addition. That was a kitchen. Uh, and she's trying to sell her house for a thousand less than that house. Don't worry. It's still sitting on the market <laughs> or at least, at least as of the recording of this podcast, it's still listed on the, on the, on the, the MLS. It has not gone under contract yet. I digress. Top 10 things that drive your realtor. Absolutely. Bonkers. <laughs> Number seven. And this is one I know, Jason, you and I talk about. We, this, this comes up probably on every other podcast, but go ahead. This yeah. is very important, though. Get, get pre-approved. <laughs> yes. get, get pre-approved. I mean, do we really even have to say anything more than that? There's about four podcast episodes you can go back and listen to. Get pre-approved. Send your paperwork to your, to your lender. Turn in the pay stubs. Turn in the bank statements. Turn in the W-2s. Turn in the tax uh, returns. Turn it all in. Do it right up front. I, I don't think there's anything more we have to say about that one. Get pre-approved. Through a local lender, through a local lender. Don't, 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 don't go to someone in California. I don't like dealing with the time zone difference. (laughs) 10 things that drive your realtor absolutely bonkers. Number five. Six. Oh, sorry. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. Number six. Go go to the bathroom before you leave the house. How many times? The, the, The best part was the last time I went on a diatribe about this, I distinctly remember going on the diatribe and the very next day I'm in a house and my buyer's like, can I use the bathroom? I'm like, seriously, really? Really? So please go to the bathroom. I cannot stress it enough. It is not okay. It is not appropriate to use the seller's bathroom. And by the way, when this podcast episode goes out, it's going to be the middle of winter. You don't even know if their toilet's going to work because if the house is vacant, there's a very good chance that the property is going to be winterized, which means the water isn't on and you can't flush a toilet and you're not going to pee into a toilet that doesn't have water. Definitely do not want to go to the bathroom there because uh, Jason will be very upset with you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now can I say number five? Yes. Ten things that you're, that drive your real estate <laughs> advisor absolutely bonkers. Number five. This is for both my buyers and sellers out there. Read your paperwork. Nothing drives me more nuts than when I write up an offer, I get it fully fully under contract, everyone signs off. And then my seller goes, wait, what day are we closing again? Oh, that's not going to work. I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be on vacation. Why weren't you reading this when we were talking about it? 
please read your paperwork. Know what you are signing. Know what you are getting yourself into. I have said this a gazillion times. Real estate is not difficult. How do I know it's not difficult? Because they let me in. If I can figure this out, anyone can. You just have to take time to read. This stuff is not complicated. The sales agreement is actually, for the most part, written in plain English. It doesn't have all that legalese crap that that we that we hate. The only thing that's totally legalese in its writing is the deed, and you don't have to worry about reading that. That's the only thing you don't really have to worry about because as long as the name, the price tag, and the address is correct, you you know you're fine. Uh, anyways, uh, read your paperwork. Read your paperwork. All right, read that paperwork and top ten things that drive your realtor absolutely bonkers. <laughs> Number four. Don't argue over twenty dollars. Okay, <laughs> I I cannot tell you how many times I have been in a situation where. I've got buyers and sellers arguing over an inspection and it comes down to the buyer's like, I want a home warranty. And the seller's like, I'm not offering a home warranty. And the buyer's like, if I don't have a home warranty, I'm walking away. A home warranty is like $500. And we're going to argue over $500 in a $375,000 transaction. It's like you're selling your house for $375,000 and we're getting into a pissing contest over a $500 home warranty. Um, I can't tell you how many times we're, we're trying to negotiate a sales contract and a, and a, and a seller's like, um, uh, I won't, I won't go below 258. And the seller's like, I won't go higher than 257 like really this is we're going to argue over a thousand dollars we're going to argue over a thousand dollars instead of getting forty one thousand dollars mr mrs seller you're only going to get forty thousand and mr mrs buyer you don't want to pay a thousand dollars which literally comes to three dollars more four dollars more depending on your interest rate in your monthly mortgage payment every month this this is what we're going to argue over we are literally going to argue over four dollars a month don't I, argue over $20. It's petty. And hopefully, hopefully your life is more important than $1,000. I know my life is. Top 10 things that drive your realtor absolutely bonkers. Number three. Sellers, mow your grass. Shovel your driveway. Okay, let's break this into two. It's the middle of winter, so we're going to start with the shovel the driveway. Um, at the time of recording this, uh, it, it's it's late December, and we just got hit with 12 inches of snow a week ago. I literally had to show a house uh, that was vacant where I had to park across the street and around the corner in a parking lot because uh, the house was vacant and the seller couldn't shovel or the seller didn't shovel and we couldn't get the cars up up the hill to get to the house. So we had to park around the corner and then we had to tromps up the driveway and the driveway probably had a good six, 7% grade steep. I almost didn't make it up the driveway <laughs> because I couldn't get traction because I was trying to tromps through a foot of snow. And then I had to get all the way up the stairs and into the house. And then, Oh, by the way, I had to do, you know, the, the jumping jack dance to get all the snow <laughs> off my, my feet. Cause then I take my shoes off going to the house because they were snow covered. So Jason, so, you really, you really went into this house and, and did jumping jacks. I really wish somebody would have yes. that. No, not in the house. This would, this would have been on the front porch okay. outside the house in public. So if you, your name, Neighbors, you could have seen the the, the hilarity that ensued. Um, so yeah, and and by the way, this is a fun filled podcast, so I'm not going to be Debbie Downer here. Uh, but sellers, uh, think about shoveling your driveway and 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 salting it because uh, the not so fun conversation of this podcast is is somebody goes to look at your house and trips and falls, it now becomes a liability, and you potentially have the lawsuit because you wanted to show your house. Um, 
but you didn't bother to shovel your driveway. But Good but point. but I don't live there anymore. I live out of state. Hire someone. You can find you can find a high school kid for yeah, twenty five bucks who will go over and shovel your driveway and throw some salt down. At least make an attempt. Don't be lazy. Pick up the phone. What did we uh, just say? Don't argue over twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, don't argue over twenty bucks. And then on the flip side, in the summer when snow is not as prevalent, mow your flipping grass. I cannot tell you. I, the, listen, if I had a dollar for every time I had buyers who were pissed at the final walkthrough because the seller hadn't mowed the grass in three in three weeks, um, I, I could retire by now. It's amazing how many buyer, how many sellers are like ah, um, I'm, I, I sold the house, I'm done, I left and haven't mowed the house, mowed the grass in a month, and then the sellers are are, are the buyers are, are livid, and then I'm having I'm having to to try to negotiate, you know, getting somebody over there to to mow the grass. Uh, you know, five hours before closing, and the 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 I won't even begin to get into the lengths I have taken to ensure that a closing happens um, over uh, piss poor landscaping, and I won't get into the amount of money I have spent because this is going to be publicly recorded. And I don't want my wife to hear how much I have spent on paying professional landscapers to go out and mow over once over because a seller was too lazy to, to mow the grass in the last month they owned the house and it was going to be a deal breaker. The seller was going to walk away at the last second. Uh, even even other than that, Jason, I would think that if a guy's looking at one house and it's, you know, it's got like, you know, nice, you know, I mean, it doesn't be fancy, but it's neat yeah. and clean and everything like that with the yeah. yard versus some house, some house that looks like, you know, it's, you know, in, you know, being over, being taken over by the jungle. I mean, the, I just think in terms of like decision making, like I think in your mind, like you just automatically associate the, the neat and trimmed yep. lawn with like, this is a better place, even though may, yep. maybe it may not even be, but because, you know, the, the, you know, this, that perception of it. So, yep. yeah, I mean, you, you could be, you could be shooting yourself in the foot before you even get started on, on something. Yep. Yep. So, and, good and, point. And, yep. And the other thing is also too, I hate to say it, um, but I hear it all the time. Buyers, their immediate thought is, is, well, wow, they didn't take care of the lawn and that's what we can see. What can't we yeah. see that they haven't taken care of? And, and it may not be true, but it's what they think. Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, it's that, uh, you know, it's the first impressions type thing. It's the first thing people see. Top 10 things that drive your realtor absolutely bonkers. Uh, we're coming towards the end, guys. Number two. Number two. Don't take Don't- a number two, but. Number yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't take a number two in that. No, that's not it. Um, don't call me twice, thrice or more. Okay. So I'll be honest Wait with you. Wait a minute, you. Jason. I, I give out your phone number on every podcast that you don't want people to call you. No, don't. Okay. <laughs> don't call me twice in a row. Okay. Hold on. Let, let me explain this. Okay. So something we don't talk a whole lot about on this podcast is, um, in addition to working with buyers and sellers, I do have a small percentage of my business that I actually work with um, um, landlords that okay. are looking to get their properties rented. And uh, Coldwell Banker does not do property management, um, but we have a sister company that does. So when I list these properties for rent, sometimes they're through the uh, the property management company that I'm just listing that listing the property to show it and then turning it over to them when they want to apply. Or we do do what's called lease listings only, which is we list it for rent. 
we show it to prospective tenants. Uh, we 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 evaluate them. We run the application. If the landlord likes them, I write up the applic- I write up the lease, and then I turn them back over to the landlord who's going to manage the property. Uh, but with a lot of my renters, this is what happens. They call me. Now, there's a possibility that if you call me, I may not answer. This comes as a shocker, but I have a life. Um, sometimes I'm in a meeting. Sometimes I'm you know eating with my family, spending time or whatever. If you if I don't answer. I do return all phone calls. I actually have a system in my phone set up so that I actually don't even have all the recent calls that come that I make in my phone. I have it set up so that I only see the missed calls. And even if a missed call doesn't leave a voicemail, I return all of my missed calls. If you're the type of person that calls someone, doesn't get a response, hits the end button, and hits the redial within 30 seconds, I promise you, you go to the top of my SHIT list. I just, that is my pet peeve that I cannot see stand. And in fact, I've had situations before. If you do that, I immediately don't like you. I just, I I can tell you right now, I I don't like you. And that's awful to say, but it's true. So I've actually had situations where well, like Jason, my, Jason, this is like this is like a straight talk with Jason yeah, Wilcox. Yeah, this is this, this is we're getting really real here. I've had situations really before, real, really real. See what she did there? That's good. I like that. I like that. Good. I've had situations where I've been walking out of an appointment, and I'm just wrapping up, you know, casualties and stay, uh, you know, uh, extending pleasantries, and my phone will go off, and I'll see that I I have a call coming in, and I think to myself, okay, I'm wrapping this meeting up. I'll be out in my car. I'll give him a call back in like ten minutes. Um, and, and I'll call them back and I'll be leaving and I'll see that they call and it goes away. And then I'll see that they call right away again, like as I'm trying to wrap up this meeting, go back to my car and it makes me angry. I've had situations like that where my initial intention after you called once was to call you back in like 10 minutes uh, to return your phone call. Uh, and I will just wait four hours. Like I will just wait. Like uh, you'll leave a voicemail and I'll hear that it's a rental call. And go, eh, I'll call him later. Yeah. I, just because, just because you've irritated me and I don't want to call you back because I, you'll hear the irritation in my voice. And my wife says all the time, she's like, you were irritated with that person, weren't you? And by the way, this, this goes specifically for my rentals. This usually doesn't happen with my buyers and selling sellers. For the love of all holy things in real estate, when you call me, please know what address you're calling on. They're like, I'm calling on your rental. And I have to be the jerk that says, which one? I've got seven listed right now. They're like, uh, 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 I think it was the one listed for $1,450. No, that wasn't it. Wait, was it the one in the Mount Lebanon or was it one in the South Side? And then I'm literally running through the list of rentals. And then it's really even more awkward because they're like, well, wait, which rentals do you have? And they're they're calling on my one for like $850. And I'm running through going, I've got this one for $2,400. i have got this one for $1,850. I've got this one for $2,000. I've got this. Like, I've got all these ones. They're like, no, no, I'm not spending that much. And then we're just playing this awkward game for five minutes trying to figure out why you called me. It drives me nuts. Get so, your crap no. together before you call yeah. Jason and don't yep. keep calling. Yep. He'll call you and back. I, I, he promises. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> my, my other favorite is when they stumble through the address. Are you? I'm calling for one, two, three, Cypher, Cypherus? You know, like. Well, I mean, that's something that, you yeah. know, they might just, you know, have yeah. and be bad, you know, pronouncers. Hooked on phonics not, didn't work for me. I get it. I get it. Hooked on phonics everybody. didn't work for me. Not, 
not everybody can like you know you're you're a professional speaker jason you're a podcaster so you, you have to you know what i mean we, you know you hold yourself to a higher standard I, I i jay i am exactly the same way man you know we have voicemail for a reason yes and i have there's i have certain customers that call me at my brick and mortar that will like they just refuse and they'll just call and they'll call. And yeah. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, yeah. If I'm, if we're not answering, it's because we're like in the middle of something, or, you know, it, it, yeah. you know we're, we're trying to concentrate. We'll get right back to you. Oh, exactly. I tell, I'm totally with you on this one, bro. Okay. And top 10 things that drive your realtor. Absolutely bonkers. We finally made it guys. You guys ready? You ready for here? What number one is here. We are number one, top 10 things that drive your real estate advisor. Absolutely out of his mind. Take the flipping day off work for your closing. How many times do I have to say it? Take the day off of work. There's no reason. You buy a house once, maybe twice, maybe three times in a lifetime, and you get five or 10 sick days a year. Use one of those sick days or use a personal day or use uh, whatever, paid time off. I don't care what you call them. Take the day off work. Nothing drives me more nuts than when I have to, I'm literally dealing with a situation like this right now where I'm just in a bizarre situation where buyers have to work, they can't get off work, sellers selling this house, but they're buying another house. And we're spending three days trying to schedule a closing just because people don't want to say, hey, maybe we just take a day off work and you know leave the whole day open. So take the flipping day off work for your closing. I promise you there's no more important reason other than maybe your wedding or the birth of your child that you're going to want to use a personal day off. And some of you don't even like your children that much. <laughs> From how you talk. I love my child. I love my child. But the way I hear other people talk, I'm like, do you even love your kids? Do you even love your spouse? Okay. On that happy note. (laughs) (laughs) Well, any, I mean, you gave 10 amazing thoughts. So I hate to ask you, do you have any final, (laughs) do you have any honorable mentions, any final thoughts you want to say? I think the final thought is this. Hopefully, if you're listening, you're, you're, you're thinking, this podcast episode is a waste of time. This is all common sense stuff. Like, I can't believe that you have to actually say this to grown adults. Oh, no. I, I know, I, <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But really, these are common sense things. So just use common sense. If the sentence starts with, would it be okay if? No, the answer is no. If it starts with, if it would be okay no, just assume the answer is no. You use common sense. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. That's it. That's what. That's my final thoughts. Short and sweet this week. <laughs> All right, guys. There you have it. Jason's top ten things that drives your realtor absolutely bonkers. You you heard it here. You heard it now. You have it on audio. You can listen to it over and over and over. Remember, put these to memory. <laughs> Okay, and if you have any other questions, uh, I'm going to give Jason's phone number. If he doesn't answer immediately, don't call. Don't just hit the redial button. Okay, give 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 the leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail. He will get back to you, and they can text too. Right, right, Jason. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is my cell phone, so you absolutely can't text. And And same thing with the texting. Don't blow up the texts. Exactly, and same thing. If I'm in a meeting, I will call you right back or text you right back. I tell you what, Jason. Seriously, I had somebody. Uh, yesterday text me and like I just had walked away from the phone my cell phone for like you know a couple of minutes and they're like what what why aren't you answering me 
I'm like, dude, like, give me like, a are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's insane. Oh, I'll, I'll give you one better, Lou. I'm in a, I'm in a group chat with my mother and my wife. I'll just Uh-oh. leave it at that. <laughs> I, I, I walk away from my phone, Lou, and I come back to 64 messages. <laughs> Okay. Uh, if you would like to t- uh, text or call Jason, do not call t- or text 64 times in a row. Uh, no. you, can, you can get a hold of Once Jason. is enough. <laughs> you can get a hold of Jason at 412-651-4638 to answer any of those questions, uh, except the ones on the top 10. We've already answered those. So if it has to do with that, you just listen to the podcast again. Okay, Take a couple of notes. You'll be all right. 412 Three eight. Uh, you can reach him by email as well at jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Uh, again, I, I we're on a kick here with doing some fun episodes, um, and I, 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 I feel really good about this, and I hope that you guys did too. I, as always, you know, another thing you can shoot Jason a quick email or text about is if you have an idea for the yes. podcast or something you'd like us to talk about or something you haven't covered or something you want us to clarify, uh, just you know, you got the number, you got the email. Hit him up because uh, we're all, we're here for you guys. So you know we're having fun with this, but we also want to make sure we're giving you guys great value. So you got the number, you got the email. Check it out, and we will check you out on the next really real real estate podcast. Have a great one.